transformation starts in your mind. What you think is what you feel is, is what, what you, you do. do. I'm Suman Mangra. And I'm Rose Body. Welcome, Welcome to Mind Your, your Thoughts Podcast. Podcast. Hi, on today's episode, we will be talking about mind your connections. Now, when we talk about connections, we are talking about people you are connected to. This can vary from your personal life to your professional life and uh, in many different layers as well, because some people you're a bit closer to, some people you just know as acquaintances. And all these people who are around us, as they always say, no man is an island, we do need people in our lives in order to have a community sense and a structure and a way of living so we all work together in some kind of ideal harmony. However, there's always these connections and networks around us that aren't always serving us, yet we continue to entertain such connections. So we will be diving into this topic today. And as always, I've got lovely Rose here with myself today. And... As you know, we always ask that question, Rose, what's your thoughts on connections? So, hi, Suman. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay, connections. What my thinking is about connections is that they can be be positive, uh, they can be negative. Uh, When I talk about positive, there could be people who you're connected with that inspire you in your personal life. That could be family. It could be friends. It could be other peers from work, so forth. Um, It could be business connections as well. We have to look at those as well. Um, And career, people that you're connected with or you've worked with in the past and they may have stayed friends with you and they formed another sort of connection that you have. Um, but then they could also be quite negative where they um, you're in a space where you want to do something new, maybe start a business or you want to do an activity that they don't agree with or they, they, they think it can't work and they talk you, they sort of say to you, try to put you off. They would, they are with classes, negative connections. And I mean, you could have that within the, in your family as well as being, people who you're connected with as friends or acquaintances so um I think as you said no man's an island and I think we all need to have good people with us the networks around us the social networks you know the family networks even the people that we work with um so yeah I think it's quite important I think the connections that we have are important but we have to also remember that they also are the people you know we are the sum of the people we have around us. You know, there's a saying that if if you have uh, six broke people, you are the seventh. So we have to look mm-hmm. at connections that way. So if you have six rich people or six abundant people, six happy people, you will be the seventh. So we have to look at it in that way as well. I mean, and people, for me, I think it's 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 also about people, we rub off on each other. You know, do you know what I mean? 100%. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think that when we talk about those connections, it's so important. And the thing is that connections go deeper than just the people that we know. If you've got children, your children have brought your their friends around and then, you know, their parents and, you know, these connections go, you know, it's like a spider's web. It, it goes, it's big. But some people we may be connected to and don't even, we don't even realise it. They may be in our circle. And there's this thing about six, six, um, is six degrees of separation. We have a connection to them, but they're like six people away from us. So it's such a, again, we always say this, a big topic, but it depends on which direction we're going. So that's my thoughts. I love that. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack even within that. Uh, but definitely, I think this whole like you become average of the people you do hang around with. Um, if you start noticing patterns in the average of the people who are around you, you can start seeing a bit more clearer what's serving you, what's not. Um, I think a trap that we all can fall into sometimes is people we've known for a very long time. So these are, you know, uh, this can be family, which is obviously they're always there. Or you've got friends that you've had for years and years and years and years. And we don't sometimes realise that we might outgrow some of these relations. You know how we can outgrow a job and you can outgrow even a, a love relationship. There's certain friendships and certain people we're connected to that we do outgrow them because we're all on different journeys. We're all wanting different things. Some people are more ambitious than others. But as we, you know, in this personal development space that you and me both work with, we're all about evolving and getting to that next level and leveling up all of that kind of like language. And there's a lot of people in our circles that aren't in that space. They either don't want to entertain that. They don't understand it. It's not their cup of tea. They've just got other things that priority in their lives. And I feel like on my journey, there's definitely been, uh, especially this last year of mine, there's certain relationships I totally recognised how I'd outgrown them, even though I've known them for years. And it wasn't an easy thing to do, to just be like, I need to move forward from this relationship now. I know we've mentioned it before as well, and I'd love for you, Rose, to expand on this point a little bit more. When there's this um, parable that talks about People in our lives are either there for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I think we sometimes categorise people as a lifetime category, but they're not actually lifetime category. So, yeah, just a little bit of exploration there, I guess, because I know that this is something you bring up quite a bit as well. And I know it's close to both of our hearts, um, how, how people are in our, it, fall into these different categories and how the audience can maybe make a bit of sense of that. That's true, because I, I think, do you know, one of the things, I mean, and I know you believe this, because I believe that we are we are a sp spiritual being having a human experience. I believe mm. that's what I believe, and not everybody, we may have a destined path, you know, that our path was already um, predetermined, you know, or almost like I always say that the, the seed, the apple seed, or is or is in the apple so that the next thing would be a next apple so we've got the seed of everything that we're going to do and then obviously we have these people are connected to us and they play a part in that story of bringing that seed out of us that potential whatever it is out of ourselves so I believe that this is where the reason the season and the lifetime comes from because we have 
sometimes we need to, I don't know, expand on ourselves, grow. Most of the time, all the time we need to grow. But sometimes we have to go through a storm to be able to grow through that storm. And maybe somebody comes in our life who brings that storm so that we have that lesson so that we grow. And this is why I would say there's a reason, like I would say that, you know, I've, I've, I've divorced my if I hadn't been married I wouldn't have had my children so the reason was for me to have my 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 girls and then go forward from there but then I've not stayed with that person so if maybe it would have been great if he'd stayed with me but then I wouldn't be with my current partner who I who I feel like is my life partner and this is where I would say that he came in for maybe my lifetime but from the point of after having my children does that make sense yeah, definitely. I think it's such an interesting and such a personal, you know, um, circumstance and example you've given. And mm-hmm. I think it's so true. Um, what you said about the lesson that gets learned. So that reason for me then echoes as there's a lesson to be learned here. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've come in, something happens. And I love that you described it with the, as the storm, because I think there is sometimes certain people who come and disrupt our norm. And our status quo. And at the time, it's so uncomfortable. And I know in our previous episode, we were talking about comfort zone. And sometimes we need this comfort zone to be shaken up a bit, to have a bit of a wake-up call almost. Like, remember I was mentioning about you either get nudged by the universe or you get, like, that slap in the face. (laughs) It can vary where it fits. But, yeah, that discomfort that comes sometimes with um, someone that comes along and kind of ruffles the feathers or, you know leaves a bad taste in your mouth but that kind of thing needs to happen at times and it serves a purpose and we usually only in hindsight look back and say you know what? I'm glad that that actually happened but when it's happening it don't feel good and we don't always want it no that and that and that is true but imagine this as well when we're talking about connections that that person came in their life and they were a bit of a storm but whilst they came in as a storm they brought somebody who became part of your season or your lifetime and you wouldn't yeah. have met if you hadn't met that person yeah that's so true that's happened with me as well you, yeah and and this is where we have this is where sometimes connections come to us because I wouldn't I wouldn't have known like yourself if I hadn't worked with a friend of yours and then from there that's how I met you so and she's not in my life completely now but she's not out of my life either do you, do you see what I'm saying but yeah. I wouldn't have had the connection with you if it wasn't for her and if yeah. I wasn't in the place I was working in that particular situation at the time and this is how this is how powerful the connections we have because they bring new things into our life even when it's the storm after the storm there's always a calm so you know we need to look at it's not just the storm what's going to come after there's always calmness after a storm so therefore there's obviously something that else develops do you know what I mean um so that's how I look at connections um the season I mean I would say probably the reason and season could come together for a person being connected with because they may, as you say, I, I use the personal example, but it was one of the best examples I could think of off the top of my head was that if I hadn't been with this person, the reason was for bringing my daughters, but then they were with me for a season of my life. You know, they was in my life for quite yeah. a while. So yeah. that was the season, but then they weren't never to be with me for a lifetime because 
I had to then grow and do other things. So it's almost like there's another analogy I always use with my clients is that it's like getting on the bus, you know, we're on a bus route and I may get on, for example, say I got on in, in Birmingham, but, and I was going to, I don't know, say, I don't know, Stafford. And I got mm-hmm. off in the middle. I, I, I got I got on in Birmingham and some of the people who were on the bus with me, they ever stayed on the bus all the way to Stafford. They got off at different stops. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I always describe the connections that we have. Some people will get off and some people will stay on that bus with me all the way to the end. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it, it's, it's that way when we think of the connection we have, yes, we will lose some people, but then is it because we lose them? Because sometimes you may have somebody get back on that same bus with you further yeah. down the road. Which is kind of what happened with you and me, to be honest. Yeah. Yes. So we were still connected. And we just reconnected on a deeper level many years right. later. Yeah. That's right, because we both had our lessons. We may have had different roads to trot to come yeah. back to this point, to bring mm. together our what we've all what we've learned mm, in that true. in that time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And you know, when you start to think about it, it's it, it's quite mad really when you start to think about it, how when you start to look at it on a deeper level and not just looking at it as a, a oh I've lost that person. You may not have lost that person, but maybe that person needs to go off and grow. We yeah. probably needed to grow. It's just a to temporary to disconnect yeah. until you reconnect. Exactly. Um, I, I think that's really interesting. I think something that was uh, coming up on in, in my mind for the reason um, and then the, the season. So obviously reason we talked about already, but season um, is also like when I've uh, been in educational facilities and it's like, people that I've just known at school and then I've not kept in touch with them. I just needed to know them, whether it's teachers or students, whether that was at uni or college, there's certain people in that period of time. Yeah. They were connected to me and we had, uh, you know, interactions, but afterwards that was it. It was like, do I see them again? Do I remember some of their names? I don't. Um, and it happens with workplaces as well. Sometimes if you're only in a workplace for a, whether it's a short or a long period of time, it's still a season and you don't always keep in touch with everybody mm-hmm. that you used to work with but yeah I like that you touched on the fact that some of those people again it's a bit of a a little bit of everything because you work in a workplace and for a reason you meet somebody you might not stay in that workplace but you still stay connected to the people you meet and then afterwards you know I've got some amazing friends I've made from previous workplaces who are still in my life really good friends we've got spiritual connection we've uh, you know we have really deep conversations with each other and, you know, just people who genuinely have got a lot of love and care for me um, and I for them as well. So it is really fascinating how certain relationships evolve and how you can meet somebody at some point who's a complete stranger. And then, you know, whether it's weeks, months or years down the line, they can have a massive impact on your life as well. Um, and I just I do, I do quite find it quite fascinating Yes, and do you, know, do you know, when you're talking about that and you said about the fascination, I can tell you, I met this lady, again, through going to, when we went through lockdown, I went online and was going participating in a lot of the online, you know, um, communities where they yeah. were having online networking. So, yeah. you know, when you talk about connections, now I was in these online networking and I was, some of them were all right and some of them, 
I weren't that keen on. However, I actually connected with a lady who I'm still friends with now. And it's it's amazing how if I had not been in that space at that time participating in those networks, that I wouldn't be friends with this lady now. Um, and she's actually writing a book. And part of that, you know, she's she's been helping me with me writing as well because she's going through that process. And it, we've, we've helped each other and mentored each other through this, the, you know, our journey of writing, uh, writing a book. She's a little bit more further ahead of me because I decided to, to stop, but she continued. And the other day we had a conversation and she was giving me some pointers because I was I was struggling. Now, if I hadn't gone to that networking to meet loads of people, because my point was I was going to meet loads of business people, I actually only met one person who I kept in touch with, and we ended up being book buddies. And now we're quite friendly with each other, and we're talking about, what, nearly two years later. So you see how a connection. So was I supposed to be in that place to meet this lady? Because... We don't even live in the same city. I would never have met her. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of a friend that I made in lockdown as well. And we actually did work- online workshops together as well. And uh, we became really, really good friends. And I had some coaching from her. She had some coaching from me. She's a fellow coach as well. Um, and um, like two years later, we were like, can you believe we've not physically met each other? But we're so like close to each other and that was quite amazing as well how that relationship grew and then this year well I say this year last year in 2022 I um I definitely promised myself that once this lockdown and everything gets lifted up I wanted to meet her face to face and I kept on thinking how it's going to be but honestly as as when I did arrange that meet up mm-hmm. we were just so familiar with each other like it just felt exactly the same as when we were speaking over the phone or online with each other and it was just so nice uh, to have created this connection and how I actually connected with her. It's so interesting. You talked about this, like, uh, I think it's the six degree connection, is it? Yeah, six, um, degree, six degrees of separation. Separation, so. that's yeah. it. Um, yeah. And with the six degrees of separation, it was interesting. So when I went on my NLP course, and I think I've talked about this in a previous episode, but ages ago, so I'll I'll just put it out there again for any new <laughs> listeners. But when I did my NLP course, on my NLP course, there was a lady there who used to work with my husband. And then she's like, oh, my God, you're Rohan's wife. I was just like, oh, hi. And then um, she's like, I've seen you on Facebook. So that was interesting. And through her, we built a bit more of a friendship. Then um, as she was evolving in the coaching space, I, I leaned into her and asked her a bit more like advice and like guidance on certain things. And she said, oh, it'll be good if you speak to my coach. Um, so then she invited me along to this um, this speaker classes where they used to do public speaking training. And then through there, I met this whole bunch of other people. And I met my speaker coach at that time as well, who was Bilal Jamil uh, from Public Speaking Academy ended up doing one-on-one coaching with him for helping me go onto stage uh, and do public speaking, um, you know, talks to get into that motivational speaking space. I learned so much from him and he also did business coaching too. So in the middle of lockdown, I actually connected then with the people through his network. Um, there um, There was another 
person that I was buddied up with to do some like accountability work and his name's Chris Sissons amazing gentleman like totally different like me and him are so opposites to each other but it was always amazing to speak to him and learn from his experiences and his different way of looking at the world and he was doing a podcast at the time with this other lady and her name's Gemma and that's how I met Gemma who is who I was talking about at the start and to think of that journey of how many different people I went through to connect with this person who I'm such good friends with now and like I said we've done workshops together and we've done coaching with each other it's just it just goes to show you just don't know who you might meet through who so the people that you have in your immediate circle the connections that they all have and what branches off almost like a tree um yeah this whole six degrees of separation I find it really interesting I'm pretty sure that concept's on the back of a, a book isn't it yes and, and there's a movie as well <laughs> tell me a little bit more about that because I know you've oh, mentioned it before and I know it's a book it's not a book I personally have at the moment but it is one that I'm keen on getting my hands on because I think there's so much to unravel here and explore do you know the concept of six degrees of separation? I never, I it's somebody who told me about it, but I have never really gone into it to that degree. Um, yeah. I actually looked up of it, but there is, there is, I'm sure there is a, I'm sure there's a movie about six degrees separation. And please forgive me if I can't remember, but I'm sure it is, and I'm sure it's Will Smith, but I could be wrong. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but one of the things I would say, what you find in that is because you are already connected by via what they say is that I will be connected to that person, but there'll be there'll be six people between there'll be five people between me and that person who I end up meeting. And I may not meet them through the people that I know, but we will meet, say I happen to be in Asda shopping and I meet the person. And when we connect, we find out that there's between us, we've got five other people we both know and then we're the sixth person. Now, I know this is true because this has happened in a personal situation with my partner. Um, I met my partner. I didn't know. I was actually working with his sister. <laughs> okay. So I knew his sister before I knew him and I didn't even know they were brother and sister. Yeah. And then before even along with that, I was best friends with a lady. My her, her daughter, um, her daughter and my daughter went to the outer school club together. Now we're talking about many years because our daughter's like thirty now. <laughs> Those children are like thirty now, but mm -hmm. we we have been really good friends with it because the children were friends a long time ago. And then many many years, I went to a family event for my partner, and that lady was there. And she said to me, what am I doing there? And I said, what are you doing there? And we both laughed. Well, she's actually the cousin, her cousin, my partner share a cousin, one's from the father's side and one's from the mom's side. How weird mm. is that? So wow. <laughs> what, that's what I'm saying. And we were already connected. So my partner, I'd already knew, knew him through about six people. I knew those, that's like, those five people that I knew five people we were six people apart from each other we met each other not because of those people at a total random different event but when we found out I knew his sister I knew 
his his cousin's cousin because the ones on the dad's and mum's side. But in between that, we know oh, there's about three other people that we know that we both know, but we didn't meet each other through. Do you see where I'm coming from? Yeah. And that's what they cast as the six degrees of separation. So there'll be those people and that you, you connect in. But we there were all people that knew me and knew him, but they did, we didn't know each other. Yeah. That does happen as well. I think it also surprises me, like you get it with Facebook as well. Sometimes you, you send a Facebook request or someone sends you a friend request and you see the mutual friends and you'll be like, I didn't know you know that person or how do you know that person? Um, And even like, it actually happened with me recently as well. There was uh, someone who was posting pictures on their stories and there was somebody I met through like my business networking um, group that I used to be part of a few years ago. So as you know, those those contacts just kind of sometimes sit on your friends list and things like that. So it wasn't anybody I'm not familiar with or that close with but they posted a picture up and then all of a sudden I seen somebody on there who was a really like uh, a good friend of mine and I was just like oh I know that person I used to work with them and we had a different type of connection and I was just like oh my god you know this person and they're like yeah that's my brother and I was just like oh is it what a small world wow like and I was like say hi to them from me (laughs) and it's just like yeah it just goes to show you just you don't know where who's connected to who and how you're going to meet people in life. But I, I think there's one of those as well. And again, I'd, I'd love your thoughts on this. People who you're going to meet one way or another, they're, it's fate and it's inevitable. You're supposed to be connected in your life. I think this is where we can go a little bit deeper. It's probably a bit more of a spiritual angle uh, rather than a practical one. But, you know, when they talk about soul contracts, some people talk about before we even come on the earth, our souls made a contract with other souls that, we're going to meet each other and we got, this is the reason why we're going to be meeting and these are the things we're going to be doing. Or even if it's like people you're supposed to have like breakups with, apparently, quote unquote, depending on what spiritual angle you look at, you've already predetermined that you're supposed to go through that life experience when we're living our human experience here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, by the sounds of it, like a couple of the examples you've already given, you've demonstrated that. But um, do you think... Um, I don't know, I guess just share your thoughts on this whole fate and people who you're supposed to meet and soul contracts. Do you know something? I do think, I don't, I'm, you know, I have no proof that, it ha- that, that that is the truth, but I feel that there is for myself, I believe in that because I, I've, the example I gave to you about my partner. Now, mm. I was in his life all the time, but not, and he was in mine, but we hadn't connected because, as I said, I had probably contracts with other people who needed to be in my life before him. But we were always fated to be together. And we both say that all the time because it just seems like, you know, we come together and then we just seem to be so naturally. Well, to be honest, we think for each other because I'll think something and he'll say it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that is something about a connection on a deeper level. I mean, in in the in the bible it talks about when we talk about connection and a relationship point of view it talks Mm. about the husband and wife becoming one and i think that means becoming one mind so Mm. in the case of i think something and he says it 
or he thinks something <laughs> and I say it. And that's very much how we tend to work. You know, I can I can think about him and he will appear. But that happens anyway, because that's to do with an energetic. That's to do with all the energetic um, leveling where if we're on the same wavelength as somebody, we're going to naturally pick it up a bit like a radio. You tune into a station in the radio. Everybody tuned into that station will pick up. So I think the connection comes from that energetic level. And I think that's what you was trying to to get at, um, mm. where that spiritual side is. And I believe that's why you can think of somebody and then they call you because they were thinking about you, you was thinking about them, and then there was an energetic connection. So that's a different, that's another kind of connection that we have. And I think all of us have that. I don't think it's just, I think that is something that's naturally innate in all of us. Some of us use it more than others. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it is something that I've experienced a lot in my life. That's why it's always made me think about these types of things and made me delve deeper into it of, is there a meaning behind it or not? I mean, you've hit the nail on the head where you said we don't have any proof of these things, but it is just theories, beliefs. It's the way we think about things. Some people believe these things, some people don't. And and either way, it's absolutely fine um but I just I can't help but notice certain coincidences in my life and certain things that have happened that even if it's me just being in an illusion and assuming that this is the case it serves me so it's it's not a it's not a detrimental thing and it's 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 a my preference of thinking of things this way but um I guess in that space then we're talking about these like nurturing relationships um you know, and it is something that I want to bring at this point to everyone's attention about when you do spot these relationships that are serving you, that lift you, inspire you, encourage you, motivate you and teach you things and help you grow. I think we need to definitely take time out to have utmost gratitude for these relationships, because I think it's all too easy to fall into this trap of just like uh, taking it for granted and taking these key people in our lives for granted because they're just there and they've come along and they're there and they're serving us. And we're just, you know, hopping along our day to day basis, Groundhog Day or whatever, and not noticing what actual value they actually bring with everything that they're about and, you know, how we serve one another. So definitely I'd like to give the audience a pointer there that once whilst we're talking, if you're thinking of somebody now who brings that to the table and in your circle, please do take a few moments out to give them that heartfelt gratitude. And whether you express it to them directly, whether you do something for them or whether you just out loud, you know, just write it down or say it out loud, whichever way you want to do it, there's no right or wrong way to do it, but definitely take some time out to be like, I'm really appreciative of these, this person or these people in my life because I'll always do that. Like, you know, me and Rose, we talk about it all the time, the attitude of gratitude. And this is one thing that we can definitely express a lot of gratitude for, for those amazing relationships in our lives. That's true. That's true. The thing is that if you are, I, I very much believe that if you are a person who are, who is giving love, who's loving and you're giving because the the law is that you, you know, you, you actually give, and when you give, you will automatically receive more. So if you're automatically giving out that that loving and when you connect with people, that genuine connection, what you will find is that you will attract more genuine connections. You know, yeah. 
like has to, like is attracted to like. I know people say, you know, opposites attract, but I don't believe that at all. I think what happens is that we attract and connect with people who we have something in common with, but we don't really want to see that side of us. And that's where we get the connections where it may not work. But what happens is that they're there to highlight probably our own attitudes, which I know mm. all of, a lot of us don't always want to look at. So yep. when we get that connection where we say, oh, well, they're the opposite of me, are they really? Because when <laughs> we look on a deeper level, there's something about them that really rubs you up the wrong way. But do you know what's the problem most of the time I found, even for myself and other people I've, I've you know, worked with, is that person has something that they don't like about themselves. And so they connect with them because they have a likeness. And yeah, it's that I thing think that, that we don't want to we don't want to look at ourselves mm-hmm. and that person brings it in to highlight it. And so we connect with people who seem to be the opposite of us, but it's normally that innate thing within us that we don't want to reveal. Yeah. I think that's so true. And I think it's uh it is a difficult one to for people to actually get their head around and understand. And it takes a lot, I think it takes a lot of courage for a person to admit it. Because there is, when, as you were saying it, and I know it's happened to me in the past too, and there's people around me that will really like trigger me in some ways or bother me. And if I really peel the layers back, it's not always the case, but there is been times when I definitely be like, oh my God, what I don't actually like about them or the certain trait that they've got is something that's actually that I've got and I don't like it about myself. And it links to the whole thing about when people project themselves onto others and you know, sometimes we're not even realising that what's bothering us about the other person is something that bothers us about ourselves usually, but we we don't always look at things that way. So I really love that you brought that up and hopefully that gives the audience a bit of food for thought. Again, it is a bit of a bitter pill to swallow to, to recognise these things, but once you can, it will really like open up a new avenue in your life and your mind to look at things in such a different way and start working on those things in yourself. Um I think it also links to the whole reason, season, lifetime, because that's the reason that the person came to you. Again, you're supposed to get triggered. You're supposed to be learning a lesson there. I think another side of the coin of that, what I feel in my life, my experience has been, sometimes there's people that are expressing certain behaviours or attitudes that don't sit well with me. And I'm thinking, why are they going on like that? Or they're always being this way or can find maybe something irritable or annoying about them or just really rude and sometimes what I take away from it again I see as a reason Mm -hmm. I always think they're teaching me how not to be if I have like say for example in the past I've had a bad manager I'm thinking you know what if I'm ever a manager I'll know not to be this way that's something I'm still learning and those people around you and those connections you will still learn something from it if you choose to learn something from it rather than just be in an annoyed space and bring your energy and your vibration down think of it that way and lift yourself up from it because there's a reason you're being exposed to this because you're learning something from it because I also feel like that's also linked to what Abraham Hicks talks about in our lives contrast is needed sometimes and without the contrast you don't have appreciation for the things that the opposite side of the coin so again I think it links to me personally when a person behaves badly with me versus I've got my friends around me who give me so much love time of day and they're so loving to me and caring it helps me appreciate the caring people more because I'm like 
actually this contrast that's just come in front of me has highlighted to me how valuable the people who are who aren't like that so there's that side of it as well that I thought it would be worth sharing I actually agree with you because sometimes we need to be able to become as well even I would say um, be, be tolerant of things because we may be <laughs> yeah. and we may sometimes not be tolerant of certain situations and maybe because we want to go into different spaces um, say we wanted to work with you know we wanted a business of our own for example and we had to speak we had to pe deal with people every day and different types of people and maybe sometimes these individuals come in with those behaviors to one help us to see how we can deal with those people in a in a, a constructive and an effective way instead of getting annoyed because that's part of our character's trait but then also to teach us what not to do <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? and how, how not, to, not be. to be yeah, yeah exactly so every to be honest I think for myself everything is a lesson yeah if you look at life as everything a lesson instead of looking at it as that well I'm you know I'm wrong or that person's wrong but what is the lesson I'm learning what is this person teaching me maybe the, the, the person's aggressive or very angry and it's making me think well there's times I get angry why am I getting angry so that I'm not angry? Do, do you know what I mean it's all those yeah. things or, or you know um how do I deal with somebody who behaves in that place or maybe I need to understand patience which is something that I know I had to learn and I went and became a, a bus driver and trust me, you learn to be patient when you're driving the bus. <laughs> and I, I needed to learn to be more patient and that has helped me to be more patient and calmer because of the type of people I was dealing with. And it's made yeah. me like when someone gets, if someone becomes aggressive, or that, I'm, I'm not taking it and not to take it personally. So there's all these lessons. We connect with different people in different ways for different reasons. But sometimes it's not for our reason. Sometimes it's for them. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, sometimes we're the lesson and the reason for that person. There's, there was that other side of it for sure. Yeah. So with that, have you been in any situations that you can then speak on specifically when you've seen that you when you can see that you've actually been the lesson for someone else? Have you ever identified that at all? To be honest, <laughs> I don't think I have actually. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure if I really think about it, I probably could think of some times, but I don't think there's anything coming straight to my mind for it because I think for me, I'm always in that space where I'm, I'm in the learning curve and always working on myself. Um, but I'm pretty sure I have. I have had people like, especially in the coaching space, come forward and say to me, oh, my God, that one time when you said this one thing to me, that made a massive difference. And I'd be like, I don't even remember saying that <laughs> to that person. And it goes to show that we don't even know how we're serving people around us sometimes. And actually, I think on the back of that, you've just given me something to really take away and work on and explore a bit more because... Yeah, sometimes uh, I, I shared um, a video today as well on Instagram, a quote from Oprah, and she talks about how, like, there's certain energies around us we need to be mindful of, and if they're draining our energy, we've got to, like, understand maybe is it time to let this person go. But Oprah, equally, what I love about Oprah is when she talked about be mindful of the energy you bring to me, and mm -hmm. I, we have to be mindful of the energy we take to others too. 
And that is something that I do carry with myself. I try to be very mindful of the energy I'm bringing other people. I think I can work a little bit more in this space and, and you know, grow a little bit more because I, I think there's certain things I'm doing autopilot, but I think I could consciously be putting more effort into that. Right, I see what you're saying. But sometimes, you know, just to be, to throw a spinner in that, but sometimes do you, I personally think that, I could have a good energy and then I can go into someone's space and they might, because I, I pick up on how people react, my energy can then change. So yeah, you yeah. can be mindful of the energy you bring into people, but sometimes I think we can go into situations and then you could have a really high energy and then you go into that environment and it just cuts your energy in half and then you yeah. end up in the same space. So yeah. I would say it's all. Sometimes it's difficult. Yes, mm. do you know what I mean? Because you could always be high energy, and then something you go is into a situation. Yes. It does like, depend on the environment. Yeah, yeah, it does depend on the the you know, I guess the type of um, situation it is. Because it could be like it can happen at networking events. It can happen at family functions, or just like you know, I don't know, even any example we can give like you go into a shopping center and you know you get these interactions you have with people you're like serving you with the till and stuff um but yeah I think I think when people like you and me do work on ourselves so much we kind of like we're we we do be a little bit more evolved in some spaces in the way we look at things and react and respond to life um we are still human still at the end of the day and we're still on a lesson, you know, journey that we're learning lessons from and life lessons. And 100% agree with you. I think there has been definitely times where I've gone to a situation all meaning well, but everyone around me then eventually like gets better of me. And I'm like, <laughs> this other side will come out that I'm like, walk away and be like, oh, why did I let that bother me so much? Or why did I go to that person's level or standard? It should have kept a bit, you know, above that. Um, well, I guess these things, again, they happen where the most you can do is reflect from it and learn from it uh, and look back and try and do better next time. But, yeah, yeah, I think on that note, I think it'll be good for us to explore a little bit about, and I know we really wanted to talk about this, the connections that no longer serve us and the connections that do bring that side of us out or, you know, or constantly, like, rubbing us up the wrong way or, you know, just... Sometimes it's a mixed bag. I think this is where my, my challenges have been. People in my life who at times have been so amazing, bring something amazing to the table, but at other times, honestly, just leave me on the other side of the fence and make me feel really deflated or really, like, bring me down or just energetically it leaves me not in a, uh, you know, a, a, a maximum potential space to to serve myself or people around me because they've zapped my energy or something like people talk about energy vampires so um you know I know I've got some examples I'm going to be sharing in a moment but I guess Rose um from from your experience um wh where has that maybe happened or you've seen it happen around you right when, when you said that I was like thinking back do you, do you know it's ever so funny when you talk about connections now example of this is in 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 a family dynamics so if you are a person who 
is probably very ambitious and your family is not sometimes that can cause a problem with the connections because they'll see you doing things that look alien to them <laughs> and then yeah. well that's the only way I can say it. it does it looks it looks weird to them it doesn't look right nobody in the family does that nobody nobody behaves that way and you're the one who's behaving that way and then that can be the thing that causes the that negative connection and that way it feels like it's wearing you down because you're the only one who sees whatever type of life it's your vision yeah I mean I think mm. it's Lisa Nichols who said that you know God gave the vision to you he didn't give it to anybody else so you know yeah. stop telling them because they ain't going to see it from your space and that can put a strain on connections but that's where it can also be where they start to not serve you because they're they're on a different wavelength from you and this mm. is where but but we are still connected to them because you can't disconnect your family they're still your family they'll still be related to you yeah because, do you know what I mean and I find that's where a lot of people struggle I know that's where I have struggled myself um because they're, they're connected to you you love them you you know you want them to support you but what happens is that they're not serving you what do yeah. you do then? yeah I mean this has definitely happened in my life too and my husband's life and to be honest, there have been family members that we've had to cut off. And um, it actually happened, and I'm, I'm happy to talk about this. Maybe not too much detail, but just to put it out there that there was a time when with one of my siblings, I had like a major falling out. And for nearly two years, I didn't speak to this one. And when the timing was right, and each time in between, I sent healing energy towards the relationship Eventually, we've now reconnected and we, we're civil with each other and, you know, we, we started rebuilding the relationship. But sometimes, even if it's your immediate family, there might even be that you need to you do need to cut off, even if it's a temporary thing, to have that breathing space, to have time away from them, time out. And sometimes it's about, and Oprah talks about this too, and other leading, you know, um, motivational speakers and successful entrepreneurs they often share their journeys as well about certain family members just keep them at arm's length it's not yeah. about and Lisa Nichols that you've just mentioned she talks about this she's like it's not about fully cutting them out of your life but it's just about maybe having space from them and not seeing them a lot or talking to them too much but that doesn't mean you have to cut them off totally it's just about being mindful how much time you spend around them or what kind of things you talk about when you are around them and having that kind of mindfulness around it because yeah you're right there's certain people you you're just not going to be able to cut off your life but believe you me I've seen it in my family and my extended families there have been times when family have totally cut off from family and you know sometimes I think uh, in our culture they see it as a really like oh that's really wrong or bad or you should talk to each other but sometimes I feel like if we're talking to those certain people but they're not serving us but equally we're not serving them yeah. You know, if we're causing distress distress to them by being part of their life, there's no win-win situation. So why would we entertain that? So for me, I've it has been a difficult journey. There have been certain people I've have cut off from. But in my back of my head, I'm always open to you never know if we're ever gonna reconnect again. So even at the time it feels like a full cutoff, it might not be, but it just depends on where the journey goes and how each party evolves and if the reconnection's supposed to happen. I try to keep it in my mind and always be a bit optimistic that we're all growing. And I think a trap we can fall into is we keep seeing another person that we don't get on with from the old version of them. 
Yes. Whereas years down the line, they might not be that same person. They might have totally changed the way they do things or the way they look at life because whatever life journey they've been on. And that doesn't mean everybody does. But if we can at least have a bit of a play that little bit of devil's advocate, I'd be like, what if they have got better? What if they have improved? Always be open minded to maybe give people another chance, I would say. Yeah, definitely. When I was listening to you, I was thinking about different friends and situations that I've been in and people that I know and love have been in. And sometimes, as you say, people see you in a different version and um, they see you in the version that you were. So version yeah. 1.0 and now you're <laughs> at version 3 and it becomes difficult for them. And then that that's what causes another issue with connections because maybe that maybe at that time you were a person who maybe went out partying and then you stopped doing that. And then yeah. people will say that those people that you were connected with would say, well, you've become boring. You're no longer the person you was. Yeah. I mean, that could cause you to either feel that that's where peer pressure comes in. You feel that mm. you want to reconnect with them. And the only way you can reconnect with them is to do the party and the drinking, the smoking, whatever. But you don't want to go down that road. So you it, it can put this. This is where a lot of people end up under a lot of pressure because of that. I've been in that situation where I wanted to move away from things like partying and drinking. And I didn't want to do that anymore. So a long time ago, I stopped doing that. And then the friends I had were disconnected because I was not doing what they did. So I were no longer part of that group per se because I, for me to be connected with those people it looks I had to be doing what they were doing and I've seen that with you know I've had other people who've actually told me that you know a partner my partner said it to me as well you know because I'm no longer doing those things those people feel that they have no connection with us so we yeah. have to look at it as well it's not just the it's not just the energetic energetical um connection it could be the connection by what we're doing you know the collective of what we're both doing the activity that makes us connected as well uh, or the 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 point of not doing that activity what disconnects us not that we've we've disconnected energetically fully but it may be because that person has now disconnected doing that particular thing you say actually we have no connection now mm. yeah Definitely. I think there's been times as well for me, like I was talking about over the last year, there's been certain like really close friendships of mine, which I've had to like call it a day on. And I'll be honest, I still have that energy in my mind that it, it's a it's for now a disconnection, but doesn't mean it's going to be forever disconnection. I'm always open to reconnecting with these individuals. But I just feel like <laughs> I got to a point where there was this like voice in the back of my head almost and an intuition that kept on making me feel a certain like I don't know some kind of agitation or irritation at times when I used to exchange energy or dialogue with them over certain things and then you know um, eventually with one of them I had to just say I said look there's been a breakdown in communication over the the last year as well as a breakdown in feelings um, and I just feel like I don't have that same you know connection with you that I had before the quality of that connection had deteriorated is the truth and I could feel it and every time we were just like messaging each other here and there I honestly felt like there was an element that felt almost being a bit fake 
like I'm just being polite for the sake of it or I'm just being you know saying what I think needs to be said in that comments and I really pride myself on not being fake I'm just you know not in a big-headed way but I like to think I'm a real person and I don't like entertaining fakeness because I don't like the energy that that brings and so sometimes with my my rawness my realness some people find it very blunt <laughs> and I'm not saying it's always the best way to be but it's it's the way I am as my like personality type so I just had to like kind of like just break it down to the person I said this is how I'm feeling and I just feel like that we're not serving one another in this connection anymore this relationship and you know I'm just I'm gonna have to just move away from you for now at the moment because I just feel like and I did say in that way that I don't think there's a serving happening either way like even with me serving them because if I know I'm coming to the table to them with this energy where I'm not fully you know being 100% with them or I'm feeling this bad energy or bad vibe in the back of my head for whatever reason that's my thing you know it's not their necessarily their issue but it's mine but the way that I'm going to cope with it and deal with it was that I need to disconnect with you so you know I have had to move away from certain really close I'm really talking about really really tight relationships of people that you know particularly like people I've, I've seen as sister level like as if they've been like my you know soul sisters and all of a sudden I'm like mm, I'm not chatting to them and it has been difficult and there is something that you definitely still grieve a bit of a loss when you break up from these relations and connections so I'm by no means I'm saying this is an easy thing to do it's such a difficult thing to do but ultimately I had to think about what's serving me and my long-term future um, and especially in the immediate now and I was just thinking it's not serving me for now I have to move away from this and Again, I'm going to do what I did with my sibling. I'm going to send healing energy. I'm going to always send well wishes to people. So this is another thing I did want to talk about, actually. It's not about just disconnecting with people and just, you know, cutting them off on a bitter note. There is a way you can do it where you can still do it in a loving way, amicable way. And you can say to people, look, like what I've done to the connections is I've said, I'm always going to have love for you, but I just can't entertain this relationship or this connection anymore. Or... I'll always wish best for you. I don't ever wish bad upon you. I always want blessings to come your way. And I think the one um, saying, and I'm pretty sure I shared this in a previous podcast, but the one saying I always hold close to my heart, for people like that, I'll always be like, I still want you to eat well. I just don't want you to eat at my table. And that's the way I look at it with, with certain people. I've had to be that way. And it's, like I said, not been easy at all, but we have to evaluate what's working for us in our life or not because those energy drainers honestly the compound effect that that can have can be quite detrimental in the long run that is true that is true and it's it's one of those things that i would say that sometimes in anything not even with connections of people that we have we have to make space in the, in our lives for things that will come in that we are that that we want to come in so if we have got someone taking being in a space and it's not really serving either of you wouldn't it be best for both of you to release it lovingly so that's one of the things that I believe in I I will release the relationship lovingly and I have had to do that with somebody who was very close to me yeah, yeah a family member actually and I had to do that with them and I said to them in the, in, in the same form as yourself, the discussion was that it's not them, it's me. And that I feel that 
it's not serving it's not serving me and so forth. if it's not serving me I will not serve them in the yeah. way they needed to be served and that mm-hmm. I release them lovingly I said if you need me I'm still here but with it being a, a, a regular connection that would not happen because we weren't serving each other but I also feel in that letting go that releasing that person I helped them to make space for the people to come into their life that they mm. needed at that time for them to grow and likewise for myself so it wasn't it wasn't anything with no disharmony it doesn't have to be you know it doesn't have to be you know um not nice when you let them off for me the want of can't think of the word at the moment I wanted to use mm-hmm. but it, it can be amicable as yeah. amicable as it as as you can be especially if you are honest so if yeah. you are a person who if you're doing anything from an honest and authentic and loving space you are able to release people from that from that space the connection that you have you are actually able to release that and as I talked about the six degrees of separation, imagine now somebody else will fit into that slot because that space is now there. That's, that's absolutely happened with me too, actually. With one of the really close friendships that I had previously, the minute that I kind of like let that person go and disconnected, shortly after that I became really, really close with another person that was in my life that was kind of quote-unquote on the peripherals of my connections and then all of a sudden like they say nature abhors a vacuum when that space was created this other person like jumped into this space and uh, all of a sudden they like my connection with this other person has been so much more valuable um I've I've brought a lot to the table to them as they've said to me and I they've brought so much to the table to me you know you did actually actually ask me earlier that have I made this kind of like impact around people at all or given them a lesson and actually this individual says it to me all the time she's like you don't understand what you've done for me or you don't understand how you've made me look at things differently at the time that I really needed and you know I I don't understand any of that but I totally get it because I feel like she's talking about how she's made me feel and it's interesting I've served her too and honestly it's so much better to disconnect from the relationships that aren't serving us because you're 100% right it will it's not necessarily you're replacing a person but it's just creating that space for somebody else who's a bit more like um on a level connected with you that can serve you better and you can serve them better and it's such a better use of both persons energies at the end of the day it's such a better you know way of living I feel so yeah we definitely do the other person as a favor too because on that note it actually reminds me of um another good friend of mine um explained to me when I talked to them about what I was going through when I disconnected from my best friend and they just said you know what I had a person in my life that was like this and because I was there and they'd always come running to me for advice or second opinions of things because they didn't just take their own initiative. He said, I was always the person that was um, the, the cushion for them. But the minute I moved out the way, they had to learn for themselves. And he goes, there was one person in his life who kept on always coming to him for advice all the time, all the time, all the time. And he thought he was serving her by always giving her advice. But in the end, he realised I'm going around in circles and this person was never evolving or moving forward from that same advice. So when he took himself out of the equation, 
few few months later she came back and she said thank you so much you did me a massive favor like I finally moved forward and started making decisions for myself and thinking for myself rather than running to you for your thoughts I actually started entertaining my own thoughts and my feelings and we don't realize that we we actually could be doing somebody a massive favor by by moving away from them too it's not just about wanting to serve ourselves mm-hmm. it's um example of that I was thinking of is that um you know if you've got a rung of a ladder and you are at the top of that rung and all your friends are coming up to ladder but you're the one they always come to you're not serving yourself or them because you're not learning anything you're not growing mm-hmm. and they're they're they they'll get to a point where they'll only grow so much because you're stood in their way. So yeah. sometimes we have to we at the top of the wrong need to be at the bottom of another wrong and have connections who are above us so that we can grow again. And this is where the space comes and everybody moves up. It doesn't yeah. necessarily mean people will move the connections you have will move out of your life. It may be the case of that that person moves up to that top wrong and you move to the bottom of the next one. So yeah. you it's that's where we grow and that's where we can grow together when we have connections that we grow together friends that we grow with and then as I say sometimes we have to go off into a different direction than to come back together but one of the things I wanted to bring I know we're coming we, you know we we'll probably start to wrap up one of the things I wanted to talk about with regards to connection and this was something I heard I was listening to um a summit, a, a mindset summit, and there was quite a few business people. And then there was this guy called JT Fox on there. I actually met him when he came to the UK many years ago before COVID. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've heard of JT Fox. Yeah. I'm sure I've joined one of their events. I'm yeah, sure you, I have. You, you would have. It's, you know, he's big on the space. Yeah. He was saying that with regards to connection, and I really love this. In, in a business world, what he did is that he wanted, he always had this thing, he wanted to meet Oprah. And he was connected with, I can't remember who he was connected with. He was connected with somebody else. And they had, he was able to get in contact with um, Oprah's um, o- other half, which is uh, Stedman. So he invited Stedman to, um, to one of his events, got to know Stedman and they ended up working together. And that's how he ended up getting connected towards Oprah. And he ended up meeting Oprah. Wow. Love now, that. He, talk, he talked about loads of connections like this uh, on a business basis where he reached out to someone and then they mess, got him connected with someone else and they got him connected with someone and then he ended up meeting Richard Branson. I can't remember exactly the full story because he was talking about all these different connections. And yeah. what he said is especially in business and you want to grow your business, it's the best way to grow your business, which is not about selling to people or anybody, but making really meaningful connections with other people. And from those meaningful connections, you don't know what's going to happen because you will meet your your next best friend. Some people meet their next their 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 life partner. You know, yeah. some people end up meeting their their business partner. You know, their you know the, a partnership gets formed because of actually he was saying that the best um, way of anything anything that you do in the world, especially if you want to do if you want to grow a business is grow your connections and have meaningful 
authentic connections with people. So I know we've talked about a lot of the, you know, the negative side of how, you know, people can drain your energy and connections are not, we know, you know, we're not connected any longer and we have to release them. However, there's another side to this. If you're growing meaningful connections with people who are either in the same, they're in the same place as you, they're in a higher level than you, they're, you know, different places from yeah. you, but all of you, all of those connections work in a, in a way that a bit like, I don't know, of all the parts of an engine, they all are different parts, but once working together, they, you know, they, they bring something worthwhile. Yeah, Absolutely. and that's what he was talking about connection. So in that way, we may have people in our life now that we we see we don't really connect with them as much as we wanted to. Maybe just that reaching out and connecting with them, getting to know them, getting to know who they are on a, a deeper level. Not you know, not just a a, a, a face level. You know, surf. A, a, you know, just on the so a deeper level. What you may find is that that's how you may have better connections by having those deeper connections with someone, knowing who they are, what they want, their aspirations. Because sometimes I think as well, why our connections don't always work is because we may have just connected on, as I say, the partying level, but mm. not got any deeper and known the person. Superficial. So yeah. Yeah, very superficial. And sometimes we've got some really great people around us. And we don't really see that because it's always very superficial. Mm. Do you know, it's just reminded me, I haven't even like shared this connection of mine. It's something that you said earlier about like the lady you connected with about writing the book. Yeah. Um, actually, you know how I was talking about reasons, season, lifetime, and I sort of talked about people you meet through work. So years ago, this is like talking years and years and years ago, I was actually working, uh, doing a factory job, part-time factory job around my studies when I was at university. Mm -hmm. And um, I made a friend there. And we stayed kind of semi in touch with each other. This is when like Facebook started getting more popular now, kind of showing my age there. But um, Facebook was a new thing. And then we, we connected with each other on Facebook. And after leaving that job, um, she started doing events and she's like, I'm going to be doing the ladies event. Come to it. I was like, sounds amazing. I'll go with my mates. Uh, went to one or two of her ladies events. And the person who was her best friend is a lovely lady called Rita Sharma, who I'm actually very, very now very close friends with. and very like a very honored, privileged relationship that I hold with this lady. And at the time, I didn't know that this could happen, but because I just kept on like being exposed to her at times and going to her events. And then I joined a network marketing company and part of that was doing exhibitions and tabletop events. And so I got back in touch with this lady and I said, can I do a tabletop at your event next event? And, you know, slowly and surely over the years, we just like kept on seeing each other more and more talking more and more. And right now, like um, in lockdown, when she was compiling an anthology with a, a bunch of women who she, thought were credible enough to share their stories I became part of that and I actually became a published author thanks to Rita Sharma and her anthologies that she put together and um, it's just fascinating even for me to think about how on earth I ever connected with her through the fact that I did this random factory job it's just so bizarre um, and it's true it's um, you don't know how people are going to serve you but definitely building that quality relationship with people and definitely 
you know, when you were talking about really understanding what they want, mm-hmm. I love the saying that I've heard a lot of people talk about in the, the, the talks I'm always listening to. They say the best and quickest way to get what you want in life is to help other people get what they want. Correct. And, you know, when we can understand this about these quality relationships and really serve them, nurture them, you know, give them that time of day, check in with them really on a genuine level, not just for the sake of it. Yes. We really, really care about people and we really check in with them and we really want to know how their day is going or how things are going for them or is there something we can do to help them or they, they ask for a recommendation for something and you really recommend or connect them to somebody else that can help them. Honestly, how that has a ripple effect and a spiral effect in a positive way, it's just, you know, you just don't know how that domino effect will be. But I would definitely, I think my final thoughts are to share with people, put it out there when you see those connections serve them nurture them give them that value and that space that they deserve and honestly what comes back tenfold from that you just don't know where it can take you that is true that is true and I would say you summed up my final words really really well <laughs> anyway what exactly what I would have said the one thing I would have, I would um say is that you know, you were saying about people saying the space about serving other people. Uh, Stephen Covey said the best. Stephen Covey, he's the author of um, the, the the habits of seven habits seven of habits highly of effective, effective people. people yeah. That's right. And he said that when you go to when you actually understand other people, that is where you can really connect. So don't sit and try to understand them where they're coming from their point of view before putting across your point of view so that's one of the things that he talks about so as you said it really that is how we have the best connections understanding that other person's perspective as well besides putting yours because we're we're always you know listen first listen to that person because sometimes we're so busy wanting to talk we don't always Mm. hear another person and that in itself can be a way of of actually causing disconnection yeah when we take the time to really listen to a person and understanding where they're coming from hear them I think that's what really connects people and that as I said that works in every area I think we 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 have a podcast coming up in in February about love, and that's one of the things we talk about when somebody really sees you, and that's how we make meaningful meaningful connections by seeing that person, hearing that person, and understanding them from that level. Yeah, that reminds me of when they say we have two ears and one mouth for that reason. Listen more than you you speak. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Awesome. Well, it's been an amazing discussion with yourself, as always, Rose. Uh, That kind of brings us to the end of this amazing episode. I hope the listeners have enjoyed. Uh, As always, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, If you want to connect with us, the best way is through our Instagram page, Mind Your Thoughts Podcast, with the podcast bit at the end. Uh, Do follow us. We'd love to hear from you, whether you want to send us a message, like, share, uh, you know uh, our content uh, we do have an email as well mavenbody at gmail.com that's m-a-v-e-n b-o-d-d-i-e at gmail.com you can always email us too but until next time do mind your thoughts and we look forward to seeing you at the next episode thank you for listening to us today 
Next time you feel distraught, remember to mind your thoughts.